What is the best burger topping? Uh, onions. Jalapenos. Pickles. I knew for some reason Amber would say pickles. I Why? hate pickles. I hate what? pickles. Pickles How are you... the worst. Yeah, you were trying to give me your pickles yesterday. Oh, Wait, suck. pickles aren't bad. Pickles are great. They suck. Just eat cucumbers. Like, <laughs> it's much better. <laughs> no, I definitely like pickles, but I don't like the sweet pickles. Those are horrible. What is a sweet pickle? They're literally sweet. It's gross. Mm. Like, you want a pickle to be sour. Right, not, right, right. But not like, it needs to be fresh though, you know? Like, when they give you those like long pickles. Mmm, they're with, so on, crunchy. On the side of a burger, the crunchy oh, ones are the best. Yeah, Those are so good. Ugh. I'm throwing up I just want to say I, that all of our answers were amazing. Those are like what you need on a burger. Wait, Shami, you said onions? I said onions. Okay. Yes. Do you like yeah, onions onion on your burger? Yeah, I, I know do. for us, you don't like onions like by themselves, but I don't like onions by themselves for sure. But like in a burger, in like a nice cheesesteak, ooh, yeah, mm. on a pizza, even that's good. Grilled onions? or or regular, like yeah, a raw, raw. Uh, it depends. So if we're eating like a like a grilled burger on a barbecue or something, then fresh would be nice because it's mm. nice and crunchy. Yeah, but in a cheesesteak, it just needs to be fried the hell out of that thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> really. Let's go. Yeah. I, agree with I that. like the crunch. I like the raw onions in a cheesesteak because then it has that little. I always like the crunch from the onion. It just Here's the so thing, though. I knew Amber refreshing. said pickles because Amber is the type to eat pickles by themselves out of a jar or something. I have just bought pickle snacks where it's a bag oh. you open What'd it I say? And, and you eat pickles just like that. There's that a there's so a type gross. of person. Yeah. Like yeah. for this, and you are, and I knew that you were that. I, yeah. I saw a picture where and someone... I would never marry someone who falls in that category i'm just putting that out there for anybody who's interested anybody who's interested in frost don't need pickles around him not you that know, but just out of like a jar just casually like if we're watching tv and you're eating pickles out of a jar no thanks divorce okay hold on hold on, hold on. let's just say i don't i'm not eating them out of a jar i'm eating them out of a snack that's a package that's made for snacking thank you very much that's kind of gross too but i saw a picture where um someone had a it was pickle and it was covered in cotton candy and what? so they would Ew. they would bite it, and there was a pickle inside. And they're like, uh, on Twitter, they're like, "This is the best thing ever." And someone quote tweeted, it and they were saying, "Just like, just tell Jail. us you're pregnant. Just tell us you're pregnant." <laughs> Jail. That's okay. insane. Well, that uh, that question comes from Bluebell Happiness on IG. So thank you for sending that in. If you thank guys you. want your question us to answer uh, one of your little topics, uh, send it in either on our Instagram or email us strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Wait, really quickly, flavors though, everywhere. Um, before we get into the intro, what is, like, your ideal burger? I'm just curious. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, let me tell you what my ideal burger is right now, what I'm thinking. Okay. Nice, thick patty. Okay. Three C's. And then the jalapenos and onions have to be grilled at the bottom. Okay? Underneath the patty. And then on top, lettuce, tomato, um, and uh, what's the... Is it? Chip yeah, ch the chipotle mayo. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, and that's it. Dang. That's that was, a, that was a pretty solid burger. <laughs> Except thick for the tomatoes. Thick patty or double patty. Depends where you go. Um, lettuce, tomato, onion, ketchup. A uh, little bit of chipotle mayo. Onion, if I didn't mention that. 
Um, I like to put fries in my burger, like from mm. the side. I put Ooh. them in. Oh, yeah. I like chips. I wanted to say that. I Ooh, want chips in one. mine too. Chips. You know, real quick on the ketchup, and you said ketchup and mayo? Yeah. So my brother puts like ketchup, mustard, and mayo in his burger. Yeah. And it just looks so wet to me. <laughs> like that's uh, too much sauce. I can only have one sauce. I think mm-hmm. I, I can't do more than one sauce. If anything, I'm a dipping it in ketchup, but not in the. A wet good burger. A wet ew, burger. Ew, no, is it a gets good soggy. Nah. Yes. A soggy yes. burger is the worst burger you could have. Oh, okay, listen. I'm just. I'm not a big burger type person. Like, if you go to a restaurant and get burgers, you know they're big burgers. I hate those. Little cheeseburger. Nice, Little Whopper. Nice, nice small <laughs> burger, right? Um, small to thin, to medium sized patty, not too big. Weenie with, Head Junior. With Weenie a Junior. slice of uh, American cheese, um, some onions, like a nice thick, crispy, like red onion with um, jalapeno, ooh, and pickles ketchup um and then it depending on what the vibe is i might dunk that whole thing in either more ketchup or barbecue so i'm a sauce person i enjoy the sauces so anything to keep the burger wet wow you're gross very mm. (laughs) very tasty i guess like our (laughs) podcast strange flavors and welcome to it this is brought to you by lf3 my name is shimmer i'm for us my name is Amber. Yes, you can email us your burger recipes or anything, like your favorite burger. You can yeah. email us or a good burger place, and you can send us your music at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also let all your homies know where to listen to this podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere, want, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Anywhere. And if you want to see me in the clouds, mm-hmm. you can watch this on YouTube. You're way up. I'm way up in the clouds. And you won't know unless you're watching on YouTube. You won't know. And we're also not only up in the clouds, but on your social medias. Wow. At Strange Flavors. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all over. And if you want to be up in the clouds like my brethren, Bobber Bagel and Cassie Cupcakes. He's also your brother? Brethren, (laughs) yeah. She's part of the (laughs) brethren of uh, Strange Flavors Town. Mm. However, and it's growing. Bar- it's growing again. Wow. How? How? Do we have another person bringing in a new business into town? <laughs> Bobber's Bagels is bringing another cart into town. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> this is a monopoly. He has two Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about this. You got that's what you're talking about? Yes. Bro, all right. All right, guys. What the heck is going on? Bobber Bagels is supporting us 3 times. That's crazy. <laughs> he saw that he had competition in the last episode. So then he's wow. like, wait, I need a one up. <laughs> he That's opened crazy. he opened one of those carts at the colleges. You know how they come in for the promos? Oh, yeah. So, sometimes, like, you'll see uh, college students. They're, like, wearing, like, monster shirts or they're like, driving around that Red Bull can. And they're giving out free Red Bulls. Yeah. Bobber Bagel just opened one of those. He, he <laughs> hired, like, a in- promo intern wow. specifically for this. No, for Jeez. real. Thank you, Bobbers Bagels, and thank you, Cassie, for supporting Cassie's this podcast. Cupcakes. Yeah, if you'd like to also support this podcast, there is a link down below, and your monthly donation upgrades this podcast and actually got me into the clouds. Wow! Because I could afford a plane ticket to be this high up. He actually, uh, we we funded his trip uh, through Elon Musk. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Elon was like, listen, 
Shimmer needs to be in the clouds for this next yeah. podcast. That's we were crazy. like, because we were like, I was you know already what? We in have space. The fun day. I was in space like a couple episodes ago. That's true. I was in a the coffee earth was shop. Farting. Yeah, the Earth was farting. I was in a coffee shop. Like that's pretty expensive, right? Like five dollars Starbucks. Um, yeah, it's pretty expensive. So we have to continue funding Shimmer's backgrounds. So yeah. So it, what's in between the space and Starbucks? Anything. The clouds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, anything. You're right. You're not wrong. But yeah, anything. And also, if you'd, you know, like to support us in general, we do have a cultural comedy channel, Ponal, and we have a Patreon for that as well. Wow. You get exclusive videos and everything. We should play the, we should play that uh, really sad dog music, you know, the, for the dog shelter or whatever they used yeah. to come. In the, the, in the arms of an, of an angel. angel. Yeah, the way that Shamir was just talking just now, it seemed like that needed to be played in the back. <laughs> For one and monthly donation, you can support these starving yeah. artists. You yeah, can also on, send in your music if you have a cousin. Tell them to send in the music. Amber, you really like cousins. <laughs> We, I know. We already four... did that part of the podcast. <laughs> no, we didn't. Back. Yes, because we, we did. didn't. I had to mention the cousins, and I want them to bring in their music. If Until we have somebody bring in their cousins' music, I will keep saying it. Are, are you like, do you like cousins? I, I, my cousins are cool. Okay. Yeah, if, I, my, if my cousin made music, I would support it. Which, which cousin side is better, the dad side? Or, will this get you in trouble? Uh, it won't get <laughs> me in trouble. Okay. However, dad side or mom side? Um both for different reasons but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say mom side for the fun dad side for the company like for the like I, like my best you need both on my yeah. you need the balance because one yeah. side is like the more like hardworking, intellectual like competitive side and then one side's mm-hmm. like how can we get in trouble <laughs> today like what can we do that's going to cause the most amount of damage yeah. like you need both you gotta you and, gotta have and let's a turn equal up. balance yeah but i think mom for me, it's mom's side. And if oh. I get in trouble for this, I don't care. But it's true. Is what? Your favorite side? Yeah, my mom's I think, side. I think that's like a lot of people t- tend to agree on that. Yeah. But but you are somebody's dad's side. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, dude. But the what crazy if thing I suck? Is... I probably suck to somebody. <laughs> like there's someone more. If you think that you're the fun one, there's always somebody more fun than you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, me and my cousins all sat there one day, and this is all the cousins on my dad's side, and we all sat there and agreed that our mom's sides are better. Oh, really? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so um, it's a mutual yeah, guys, agreement. Uh, real quick, back on the uh, Patreon support thing, um, just wanted to say that we really appreciate all of your guys' um, donations and, and for signing up for the uh, Patreon uh, because... We're looking at all of that and have uh, plans for that. You know, we do give you exclusive content, yes, but apart from that, it helps us uh, establish what we want to do with our productions in the future. So um, hopefully you will see the signs of all of that coming in very soon. So we thank everybody who has supported the journey uh, for us as artists and as individuals. Um, unlike the people that sometimes uh, come to me for their uh, their artistic needs, right? So I have to give you guys another Photoshop story of the month. Photoshop update. <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> update. So so you guys know I always give you these stories of um, bizarre situations where friends will ask to Photoshop all kinds of things. Like reduce um, my weight or increase my weight. Yeah. Or <laughs> Does anybody tell you to increase their weight? <laughs> uh, a guy, if it's like <laughs> muscles or something maybe. 
True. But no, it'll be like it'll be like a joke usually. It's guys usually don't ask for stuff like that. Actually, I don't know if how many guys ask. Not a lot. It's usually girls, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. This time it was, uh, someone was at a picnic, and they were wearing a skirt that was just at their knees, but it was the knees were showing a little bit. So they're like, "Listen, can you?" cover my knees with this same dress uh, to make it more halal. And I was like, okay. And I did it, but then you I put- You didn't do it right, did you? <laughs> Knowing you, you did not do that the way she wanted. But then I put a picture of Borat in that swimsuit in the back as one of the, <laughs> it, was on a, it was on a beach, right? So then I put, <laughs> I was like, okay, you're halal now, but we need some, <laughs> the way that you really determine what's halal and what's what's not is by putting something that's haram next to it. So Gosh. either so either I cover the knees, right? Or we put something more haram next to it and then it's not as bad. You got you know what the picture I'm talking about? Borat has that swimsuit. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. a thin line. Yeah. Do you yeah, get my logic here though? Like Yes, but this poor girl. What did you Like listen. Listen, oh if we cover the knees, right, there's going to be somebody somewhere that's going to say, oh, your top is too low. Oh, your arms are out there. We have we have Haram <laughs> police that are really... You know, someone's they, always going to criticize. Someone's always going to criticize. But if there's someone that's really bad next to you, then you They're look the way target. better. Oh. Like, like, for example, if, if I'm smoking weed, right, and... <laughs> You have somebody my, doing crack right next to you. And someone yeah. is doing crack next to me. I look like I'm just eating like a fruit gusher at this point. <laughs> you get what see, I mean? See, I didn't know where you're going at at first. You were like, if you have something halal, put something haram next to it. Now you get it? But now I get it. It's also, it's also works like this. Look, Jesus. if you want to look more attractive, you, oh, you get some Lord. really ugly friends. Frost, and you is, are is that what you did with us is I that mean, what you trying to say i mean look at i'm just kidding <laughs> no but it's it's true think about this you're when you're setting yourself up for failure by getting really really hot friends okay say for example like you guys were really hot <laughs> just kidding yeah, yeah. <laughs> another joke <laughs> just imagine imagine if we were no hot. but but seriously like if you're if you're next to really hot people and you're you yourself are hot Mm -hmm. Okay, or even like a little bit of traffic. Then you look like you intermediate. Now, you now look like you're just out of their league. Yeah. You don't look like you can compete. But also, like, what if you're like the least hot person, right? Yeah. Like, why are you with the hot people, right? There's something attractive about you that could make you look more attractive. It, I don't know. I feel like it goes if both ways. If you're the least attractive it, person in a group of attractive people, you need to find less attractive people to become your best friends. No, no. I think I think I think the uh, the least attractive person has an edge because yeah, because mm. they don't have to worry about the looks. well. F well, first of all, it's like the uh, I think it's called the Napoleon theory or something where it's like uh, that's if you're super short. When you're short, then yeah. you compensate and you actually get like mm. they say that shorter people are smarter and stuff like that because they have right. to compensate for like yeah. People don't just look at you and are like, oh my god, because think about tall people, right? Tall people just win in life because in a room, they are given like that sort of uh, just like 
praise for just being tall like oh my god you're so, they're like thank you like yeah. yes i, I like did this it's a guy thing but i <laughs> it's get a guy what you're thing saying. yeah it, it's a guy, no, it's it's a a guy girl, thing it's a girl no, thing too though it's not no, no it's a I guy don't think thing it is. yeah really yeah i've never looked at another female who is shorter than me and been like or like taller than me and been like intimidated by any means and i don't think my height intimidates okay. other females or maybe that's just me maybe that's just me it could be okay i remember in high school though whenever there was like guys that were like pretty tall the teacher would just like fall in love with them it was so weird it was bizarre <laughs> to see like they'd be like hey smitty what's going on josh yeah. it's just like you're automatically mm -hmm. friends because you're tall yeah it was so weird and then like us short guys we're just looking at it like oh you wait and then they have to like, like take oh, you over wait, let me show you don't. let me show you yeah. who's the who the real pal is here yeah all right Shami, <laughs> you're you're like you're pretty tall compared to mo most people did you ever get this no. especially uh, especially with pakistani guys or like desi guys you're definitely taller than the average i think right i don't know in my area i feel like there's so many tall people that they just overshadowed That's everyone That's so true. like everyone was just overshadowed by the tallest people so i was i didn't even think of myself as tall i still don't yeah. i think like, until i started hanging out with y'all <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean i think like five nine is the average height yeah. in america so i'm slightly above average so i, I never five felt eight is average yeah so i never felt like oh i'm huge you know it's yeah i feel like if you're around there you don't really feel any of those polar you opposites said this in a past podcast where you were like Oh, like I've tried to gain weight to be like you know whatever. Yeah. Is that a thing amongst you with other people where you're like, oh, I I wanna like I, I'm I think, coming across as too skinny or anything like that? I think that's common amongst most guys. That can be worked on though. That can always be. You can always yeah. change how wide you are. You can't change how tall you are. Yeah. Unless you're like putting on, like yeah. boot like really thick heels or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah, I guess I guess it, it all depends. It, it also is most common amongst like a lot of guys. Like someone would be like, "Oh, I'm not cut enough," or "I'm not, you know, yeah. bulky enough." Like that's between. Overall, everyone. though, that's why I say like I think it's better you have an edge when you're the um, like all jokes aside when you're like the one who has to compensate more uh, with your personality, with your intellect. Um, just overall, like you you have to try harder. I yeah. think it ends up paying off more because yeah. sometimes you know at the end of the road if you only ever use your physical appearance uh to benefit you in life sometimes it works out i think it works out more for girls in the long run but uh a lot of times it's just like what more is there to this person what <laughs> what i was about to be like people don't really use their physical appearance to like you know do better in life and as I'm about to say that, I look down at my sweater and I just have a pair of lashes stuck to my sweater <laughs> that I have no idea where they came from. I'm well, sorry. life told you real quick that uh, that is not true. You really think people don't use their? What are you oh, talking about? No, nah, no, no. Nah. I mean, I mean, okay, okay, okay. Let me clarify. I don't think that the average person is like using their looks to benefit them in their daily okay, life. Okay, because they're average. If you're Right. But like for example me, like I'm average. I'm not like, oh yeah, let me like, you know, okay, I get it. I'm average, so that's why I wouldn't do that. It took me a minute to get there. No, but I Okay, feel like but, but there's never times you dress up in our job interview putting on makeup and stuff like um, that to Well, yeah, but that's be impressive uh, and all that. But like that's also <clears throat> like <clears throat> dressing for the occasion, right? 
So it's not like you're doing it to impress people. You're, you're, you're like, I think you dressing could, for the occasion is very different than like trying to wow. Trying to wow others or yourself? You're not, I don't really believe in that. Like there's, there's levels to yourself. it, right? You go to, you well, go to I'm, a wedding, I'm, right? Oh, listen, I would, if I'm going somewhere, I'm like trying to wow myself and probably not trying to wow others. Like, you know, people, I think, I think people say that a lot. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Like when, when, when people are like, yeah, like I do makeup for myself. It's are you like, kidding me? Are you, that's like the most therapeutic part of my whole day. But, but when you're not going out and stuff, like, are you doing makeup? Absolutely. Like, like there'll be but days where I'm not taking pictures. I'm not doing anything. I'm simply, even if I'm going to the gym sometimes, I'll just throw in a little bit of tinted moisturizer but you're going to the gym. and mascara. Or the, what I'm saying is, that's not some place that I would wear makeup to be more attractive. I'm not trying to look attractive at the gym. It's not a thing that I'm trying to do. But you're or, trying to. But you're trying to at least like look like I, I hear this all the time. I've heard it from you. I've heard it from my sister. I've heard it from a bunch of people. And even my sister, she doesn't even care about that kind of stuff. But she still says it sometimes, where she's just like, "Oh my god, let me at least put on some makeup or something." I think it's more so about like making yourself look. Like, there's this idea, like, um, if your hair's not done, then you need to do your makeup to make up for it. If you don't do your makeup, you need to do your hair, whatever. Well, the but thing like, is, it I'm makes you feel more confident, right? But I it's mean, because of the reaction of other people. Because mm. if that wasn't there, then it wouldn't... Like, because, okay, I'll, I'll so, say it without makeup. Listen, for example, like, I have shown up to us, for example, going on a trip, right? Where I'm like, okay, I know Shamir's camera's going to be there. It's all about my mind. I will show up with acne dots on my face to be like, hey, what's up, guys? Not giving a care in the world about what it is. And there's some days where I'm like, oh, Sean, like we're going to be doing this uh, vlog and like giving myself excuses for why I should look good. Where in reality, I'm like, no, I just feel like looking good. Like it ha it's not like, oh, I'm trying to look good for this reason. Those same people can be there doing whatever. It's just a matter of how I feel that day and how I want to feel. I that get day. it, but it's like sometimes people make it like a gender thing. It's not even a gender thing. It's because if I think about um, as guys, right? It's just we we shouldn't ignore like what the obvious is. And if that's the case, it's fine. Like if I, for example, if I'm going out and I just have like my hair in a giant poof or something like that, right? It it would make me feel better at times where other people perceive me as a normal, decent looking human being than me just being like, oh, I don't care. But if I'm at home, I'm not gonna like do extra stuff if I'm just chilling. See, and I that's guess okay. in my mind, in that same scenario, mm -hmm. I would be putting my hair, instead of it being poofy, I would be taming it so that when I go somewhere, I feel better, not due to the reactions of others, but because when I look good, I feel good. And it has genuinely has nothing to do with the reactions of, of others or perception of others. It has to do with how I want to feel that day. Yeah, there's, I, I, there's, a, there's a degree to that, right? It's just like when you're, when you're like totally kicked up. And I'm speaking up for myself. I'm not speaking for like all women or all whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah, but generally I'm saying like if you're if you're totally like done up, kicked up, whatever, like that to me and then you're like, oh, this is for me. It's just like it's OK to say like, OK, this makes me feel good because like other people are also going to react and, you know, it's going to make me feel better by that. Like, I don't. Uh, are wait, you really I, doing? I don't I don't know, because I guess like I kind of get it because sometimes I wear like clothes that I love. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, um and they might not necessarily fit the fashion standards. They might like be contrasty colors. And, but I love wearing it, right? 
and I go out and I feel better because I'm like, yo, this is my style, this is my fit. Even though no one says a thing about my outfit, like I still feel good and feel great and I might be more talkative or confident. So I guess in that way, I guess I can relate. For example, when you guys first met me, I was more of what you guys called like a gypsy looking person, right? (laughs) Nobody in my life enjoyed that style of mine. Nobody was like impressed by that whatever. I did it because I was like, ooh, I'm feeling this. Ooh, I'm doing this. Oh, like, it, it wasn't like a trend. People didn't find that popular. It wasn't like something that other people were going to be in like, wow, you look you like uh, nice or like this is really cute. It was because I felt good dressing like mm-hmm. that. And now I went yeah, from Gypsy there, to Nike. There's, um, I think there's a different perception and different intention behind it all. Yeah. Um, but. I think you can't ignore both. Yeah. Like that's there's definitely factors to both. I think we all feel different on different days. We have phases in our life. We've all gone through different phases. Some people have like the middle school skater, emo, jock, name it, you know? Like everybody has different things that like feel like what they are like at that time. And then there's phases where you're wearing things like Abercrombie and Hollister and whatever might be the trend. And some people are like, you know what? This does not feel like me. I hate this. And some people are like, you know what? Like I fit in, I'm glad. And you just have to, you can't ignore all of that just by saying a statement like, oh, I, I do this for me. I do everything for me. It's just like no, there's I, I degrees to everything. I do think it's everything. what you're saying that it's a balance, but I, I think that's what it is, is that like, you can't say that it's more of one thing than the other or, yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so Reels just came out on Instagram, Instagram. Uh, which is competitive against TikTok. What are your guys like sort of initial thoughts on that? Dude, it, I think right now the um, the way they did it, it's kind of tacky. Like you have to go through this to view the reels and then you have mm-hmm. to scroll. And it's obviously all taken from TikTok. Like the posts on there, it's all TikTok-y. Yeah. Um, but I think that it will grow into something its own eventually. But... Mm. I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited how they I do still it. don't even get how to completely use it yet. It's like, <laughs> yeah, how you're saying there's like, you have to either go towards where you usually go to the stories to like, yeah. I guess, post it. But then on the discover page, they're there. You have to go to and explore. Then, yeah. And if someone sends you one, you can like scroll down like TikTok and then it'll be a completely different one. And is it catered towards you like TikTok is or? I think so. I think it's your followers. It's either that or no, no, it, it's no, it's random because I it's see random. random ones. Yeah, it's random. But there's probably one not enough content and two not enough of you scrolling to like figure out what your for you page should be so you're probably i wish there was a real for you page though i don't like that it's all one feed because then it's just like oh it's just another there is it's called tiktok you could just go on there and see that and that's my (laughs) issue with it it's just like with instagram right it's just so cluttered now first we had the stories taken from snapchat and then Snapchat kind of like, you know, nobody really uses it like that anymore, as popular as it was. And then the stories became way more popular than the actual posts. And now if you want people to see something, you have to post a story about it. And the post, it doesn't really matter because, you know, people keep up with the stories more than they keep up with the posts. And then now we have Reels, which like, for me, I, I use different apps in different ways. Like, there's certain content that I'll post on TikTok that might not go on like other things and the same goes for other things so on tiktok i'm like a completely it's like it's like that first when youtube first came out it was like watching those random videos that were like so fun and all that that's 
what I like seeing on my TikTok. It's just like, I'm just here for a good time. Yeah. And uh, I just want to see like fun stuff, right? Yeah. On Instagram, it's like the people that I follow and stuff, it's so much like, like creative stuff, it's photography stuff, you know, all that sort of thing. And it's like more so for inspiration. And now all of those things have to come together on this one app that we don't really have a choice because everyone is going to go towards that, start posting on that if TikTok gets shut down anyways. And it's just like kind of annoying that when something becomes the the one place for everything, then it's Facebook like... Facebook takes over. It takes, it takes over and also it's just like there's not as much diversity because if they know that you're... The, co the content that you watch is this specific thing, yeah. uh, then it all becomes too much. Yeah. And if I if I want one sort of like, I want to feel one sort of thing, like for example, how I go on TikTok just like for a good time, yeah. I can't have that anymore because it's going to yeah. include other things. Like all your emotions, like Instagram doesn't know what emotion to give you. <laughs> yeah. Like like you're on your feed, you're seeing inspirational stuff, maybe memes, whatever your friends, and then your stories, it's all personal or someone's promoting something and then discover it's whatever you go on. And now Reels is trying to be this comedy vine, TikTok thing. It's like, you don't know how to feel. And I guess like Twitter kind of has a similar vibe, but like Twitter is just, you know what you're seeing. It's just one straight down, you're going straight down. But Instagram, you're like, oh, I'm feeling this up here. I'm feeling this over here. Like, it's, okay. it's a little cluttered. But I don't know how they're gonna save it, so. I mean, I think that every time something this happens we're like no yeah. why are we doing it and yeah. then we end up liking it like i like the instagram stories now i mean it's i think it's better than the post now yeah it is honestly and then but there's no there's no organization to it though it's like yeah the people that you always view that's the stories you're gonna see because sometimes i'll go on someone's page or post or something and i forget that they also post stories <laughs> i watch the same stories pretty much every day yeah. And I'd have to really scroll all like how far do you guys scroll to watch stories? I don't scroll don't, at all. Don't you don't scroll at all. See, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. It's like you're not getting a true representation of your entire uh, people that you follow. And then sometimes when you follow somebody new, now they take up a spot. And now it's just like, why do I keep seeing this person? Oh, yeah, because yeah. they're in my thing. Yeah. Well, not so, to be like a tech nerd, but I think algorithmically, like mm -hmm. people watch the stories more if they see like whoever they're watching already. Oh, for so sure. It works out in, it's yeah. all favored towards staying on the app more. Yeah. That's and what that, it always that's, is. That's what it's working. And also the other scary part is that it's just like, this is all now, uh, social media is all going to be just Mark Zuckerberg. Like <laughs> whatever site we go on is going to be like owned by him. You met with the um, Trump administration the day or the day before the reels came out. Yeah. And obviously very much so involved with the decision of if Microsoft is even buying TikTok and if we're going to keep it and if not then it's gone and then we only have reels and we just have to deal with reels yeah. the key is just to keep the same energy and <laughs> our like government and does not like to do that like we can give away all this information um, and I see that you know I, I've been doing a little bit of research on what that actually means and I see how China can manipulate that and, and how you mentioned before Shamir like use little kids um, and that can kind of be like a really scary thing. Did you but see that uh, Andrew Schultz video? Yeah it was brilliant. <laughs> it was like exactly what I said but like he said it better. Yeah and then at the end he says uh, you know like with the reels thing he goes uh, you know we're just bootlegging off of a Chinese app 
And then yeah. he's like, well, China, now you know how it feels. <laughs> Since China is usually the one bootlegging a lot of, uh, you know, American things or yeah. things around the world. But, but I mean, TikTok, uh, TikTok has helped like a lot of creators in the US and like they're bringing a lot of jobs in a billion dollars in revenue for creators. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like it is helping US economy and it could essentially in the long term, but I think it's all about data and that's what they're afraid of. But yeah. um, Well, it's also, Trump doesn't necessarily care as much about that as much as the fact that they were making fun of him on TikTok. Like, that's, that's in my opinion, I'll say, just to keep it uh, casual, that like he, he was mad that people were making fun of him on TikTok and that's why they're trying to ban it. It's also in general, when, when you have a clear enemy to point to, which in this case, like, America can just say, like, oh, the Muslims, oh, the Chinese, oh, yeah. this group of people. It makes it a lot e- more easy to comprehend for people that don't know as much and aren't going to listen as much to just be like, oh, yeah, these people are ruining our freedom or whatever might be uh, for us. So whatever the president says, yeah, let's get rid of those people. And if this app is made by those people, bam, like... Yeah. Just, just like saying the Chinese virus for the coronavirus. It's like, oh, we have someone to point to. Let's, you know, figure out a way to make this country responsible for this and have an enemy so that we can't really take the credit for us messing up how we treated the coronavirus. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, what happened with this uh, mom podcast thing? <laughs> So this uh, relates to, uh, I guess, TikTok, but I saw that, you know, uh, Spotify, um, they made a deal with Addison Rae, one of the biggest creators, mm-hmm. and she has a Second podcast. Second biggest creator on Second biggest creator. TikTok. And she has a podcast with her mom. And so I was wondering, would you guys ever do a podcast with your mom and what you guys would talk about? Well, one, we should mention that it would make a lot of sense also for Addison Rae to do a podcast with her mom because the reason the first video of her that popped off on TikTok that got her her clout was with her mom. So maybe she feels like that is a source of clout for her. I think the bigger interesting thing, really quickly, is that she's best friends with Kourtney Kardashian now and hangs out with her daily. Really? How old is she? uh, Addison Rae is 19 and Kourtney Kardashian is like 45. Addison Rae is 21. She's not 19? No. Okay, well, still, 21 to... I don't know. She works, Double check. She works but. out with her every day. I'm checking right now. Addison well, I guess Ray. that's, like, around uh, Kylie's age, so that's yeah. not that weird. Why is she she's 19. Addison Ray is oh, 19. She's 19. Okay. And she... Um, no, like, she goes to a Courtney's house every single day, and she works out with her and eats avocado pudding. I said that right. Avocado pudding Barf. with her. I mean, sounds low-key fire, but also, like, what is avocado? Honestly, I don't care about the avocado pudding. I want to know if you guys would do a podcast (laughs) with your mom. (laughs) And I want to know what you guys would talk about with your mom. I would love to do one with either of my parents. I think uh, sometimes just speaking to them about things that we don't usually speak about, um, you know, just to get their thought on this. Like, if I ask my dad, you know, like, like, who's your best friend or something like that? Yeah. You know, I get such an answer that I would not expect. Mm -hmm. And... Usually, you know, your conversation with your parents are like about, okay, food, career, job, school, um, you know, what you're going to do for the weekend, things like that. Um, But you don't know your parents on like a friend's basis uh, that much. And then sometimes when I hear the things that my mom did when she was younger, my dad did and their interests, it's like so 
it's it's amazing because you think you know your parents and you forget that they lived an entire life before you came in so yeah i'd love to that'd be awesome yeah i I remember like talking to your dad and then like before i you know i'm always like respectful to you know uncles and whatnot but sometimes i forget to like treat them as like friends or people sometimes yeah and then when you do like try to treat them like friends and they tell you about their stories and stuff it's like holy crap this is like a whole different perspective in life on things that you can never and you see them as like friends um Mm -hmm. instead of like you know a second parent or something which is not bad but like I think that's really cool. It's and a much cooler relationship to have, especially at this age yeah. where you're, you're starting to become more friends with them than you are like, cause they don't, you don't really need them as much for any sort of like caretaking. You're kind of mm-hmm. on your own. You're just kind of like living with them. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so the conversations become a lot more interesting. For sure. I think it'd be really cool. I've been spending a lot of time with my dad and I'm just like, he's like my best friend right now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, last thing I want to talk about before we bring in the guest is, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, uh, this topic and it's, it, it kind of, um, initiated from the explosion that we saw happen in Lebanon recently where, you know, uh, tons of people were, uh, injured and, and it's just like a huge tragedy going on on top of their already like, uh, issues that that country has been facing for a while. But, you know, throughout this year, uh, we've experienced really like it and where we live in our situation like nothing really uh that made us change our lives you know dramatically in any way and especially being entertainers creators uh for me i don't know how you guys feel but i feel extremely awkward at times that we are just we keep you know putting out this entertaining content and um you have to always like think in a global. In, in a global way because you're getting all this news that's so devastating from around the world um and so much happened this year right like uh everything from the tragedies of coronavirus black lives matter um things that happened uh you know the uyghurs still in uh the camps in china the Muslims that are being held, um, you have Palestine, Syria, um, Yemen, like the list goes on. It's just so many things that have been going on that it's just like horrible to see. But like, does it ever make you feel just like awkward or like, man, like I'm having a good life right now and we're having fun a lot of times, but like all this is happening in the world. Like, do you feel bad ever for like posting or creating or anything like that? I feel bad all the time. I'm like, yeah. it, it's crazy. Like, I'm like, yo, I shouldn't post this. But I feel like sometimes I, for me, the reason I create is sometimes like it makes me happy. And I feel like it could also f- make someone kind of forget like how crappy the world is sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I forget that. But I think that's what entertainers, they're needed for. That's why people scroll on TikTok endlessly. Um, but it's also... Um, you know, sometimes our duty to, you know, give light to these situations that people may not know or may not see. Um, so I think a good balance um, is good. Yeah, I, I think that's bad. really well put. I think that's exactly what it is. I was actually having this conversation on Instagram Live because I was just like, when I saw that, I like, that night I planned to like just work on stuff. 
but I just didn't feel like it. I was like, how am I supposed to just come up with like, you know, exciting stuff or energetic, especially that, you know, if you're making, there's been a lot of sad music that's come out this year and like a lot of, you know, things that could kind of just pass on what's been going on with the time. And it's, it's still creative content, but it's like, it goes with the times. And then when you see uh, this type of content, right? Like when it's uh, joyful, happy, entertaining, people having a good time. And that's what I was like gonna work on that night. But then I just went on live and I just wanted to talk about it like and see if anyone else is kind of in that boat. And my brother-in-law who is also, you know, he, he's a creative guy too. He doesn't do like uh, as like crazy, like fun, uh, entertaining stuff like us. Um, but it's more spiritual and things like that and very nice. But he was saying that you know, it's it's needed kind of more than ever because it's a sign of hope. And if somebody looks at you in that way of like, you know what, no matter what's going on in the world, I can come to uh, this channel or I can go to these people and still see a sign of hope that there's still like good people or like there's still people that are uh, enjoying life and making the best out of situations, then it makes them feel better, like you just said. And I think it's super important that we do talk about them every now and then and we continue to do what we can on our part, whether it be raising awareness, uh, using our brand for things to raise money and things like that. But yeah, it, it did make me feel better when I heard like that you can literally be that sign of hope. So that was kind of cool. Amber, is there any particular way that you feel I about just want to say that if like if we weren't already desensitized due to like the globalization of news and you know um just us being able to really learn about a lot of things from around the world and have it being put on all platforms um and handed directly to you in your hand prior to this year that 2020 really just really put that into perspective where it was like one thing after another mm -hmm. that for me it was like like honestly grasping that this is even and i don't want to say this to disrespect anything i'm just speaking true to myself that grasping what is happening is almost kind of like oh yeah i'm not like it's like right here it's not here it's kind of floating above me somewhere because if because i was to grasp the desensitization and if i was to grasp every single negative thing that is happening around me at this point there's not enough stimulation that I'm getting in quarantine, like where I can surpass that and like break through it mentally. Okay, so if I'm yeah. absorbing all of that and really, really putting that onto my shoulders and in my head that this is happening, I don't know if I'm going to be able to really stay afloat. So it's I'm like the saying of uh, help yourself to help others. Like if yeah. you're if you're not able to do anything. Uh, for yourself, then you're not even going to be able to do anything for somebody else. Ex yeah. And yeah. So that's a huge thing of like taking care of your own health, your own mental health is a huge thing. It, I just, it makes me feel very selfish at times to not be that I don't want to absorb it. It's just yeah. I also know my capacity and I am an empath and I feel a lot for other people and like, like, like I absorb other people's energy and things like this, like very big um what is it called like disasters i guess it's not a disaster because it was done but like these types of things if i absorb that energy i i can't because there's too many things happening on a daily basis that i physically can't stand 
I think the um, the issue becomes that the guilt is is raised more than ever because you see other people posting about things and you sometimes might feel the need that, oh, if I don't say something, then I'm going to look like I don't care about this. Or especially if you're posting um, particular content that is, you know, n not related to that, then it's like, OK, I have to make up for that and post an equal amount of content that raises awareness. And right. my thing is like, as long as it's helping in some way, mm -hmm. then and it comes off authentic, then it should be passed on. Because sometimes people are just, you know, sharing information. And this is nobody's fault, but sometimes people just think it's the right thing to do. They're just sharing information that's not really, you know, pointing to a solution. And sometimes it is important to raise just the awareness, but then also like, how can we learn more? If there people are, uh, you know, sharing more relevant information that helps us learn more or actually point to a source that helps us uh, contribute in some way, then mm -hmm. it's worth it. I think I those uh, these things have been popping up more with the times it's like, learn what's happening in blah, blah, blah. Learn what's mm -hmm. happening here. And people are like breaking it down into like a literal, like digestible pieces of information that yeah. is like way easier than scattering yourself across the internet to figure out this piece and this piece and reading this article and this article. And, I, and like, I think that's been really helpful this year. So sharing yeah. those pieces of information is a little bit more... Um, helpful i guess i saw this recent article that says uh florida man receives 3.9 million dollars in covid19 relief funds buys a lamborghini and gets arrested for fraud so that's what it's just like it's so scary to think that there's also people there that are posing as you know these great uh charitable people and then um they're using funds and that's extremely scary 3.9 million dollars uh, and, and buys like a Lambo off of it, but he's from Florida, so I mean, just we'll give him just a pass. know, just know that if you're ever donating somewhere and it happens to be Florida, just bring that back because it's I probably I, you probably want to go through a different source. I saw an amazing quote. It was like, uh, "America is what Florida like. You know how Florida is to America. America is that to the rest of the world." Ooh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Wow, that's real. Now yeah. I feel horrible. Um, but okay, real quick, uh, if you want to uh, learn more about what's going on in Lebanon or need ways to help, that's linked in our bio. Um, so you can click there and go there. Uh, as we're speaking about the rest of the world, um, we find out a little bit about our own biases and ignorance uh, as we speak to the stranger today. So that stranger is a YouTuber, vlogger known uh, for her relatable content and self-described as a creative bundle of awkwardness. She was shouted out by uh, big Pakistani YouTuber Irfan Junejo, but it doesn't change how she views the simple aspects of life. So we talked to her about her upbringing in Belgium, her aspirations in social work, and a whole lot more. So without further ado, everyone please welcome Haya Zaman. A goldfish. Okay. Oh, wow. Why? I guess it's easy to be in an aquarium. 
and you were just like roaming around and doing nothing. But you're trapped. <laughs> Are you? I don't know. You, like you, I don't you know what. You make what's, it to your home, I, right? No. I don't know yeah. what the perspective is from the goldfish. It seems like they're chilling. Huh. All the time. <laughs> yeah, That's like they're not. They're not too big for it. Yeah. You would be a goldfish, like a, so you could just be chilling. Yeah. True. <laughs> I like. And that. then you can. You don't have to do any like. That's the thing about animals. It's just like they don't have responsibilities. You know. I guess they do. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know about you, but my cat like, has all, work. The to only do. thing. No, the only thing they have to do is like get food. But especially if you're a goldfish, you're getting food every day. So then what else? Like there's yeah, nothing that's else. why I want to be a goldfish, but like <laughs> not another animal. Because I think they have responsibilities. Like if you're a mom of a, I don't know, of a big animal, of a cow, for mm. example. Mo- a lot of animals, they just like let their babies what, what go. What about- a kangaroo keeps them in their body. Yeah. What about fi- uh, fish moms, though? Like a goldfish mom? Don't they have a memory of three seconds? Uh, so they have no responsibilities, right? Or do they? They have to keep themselves fed. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Unless there's like other things. Would you want to be in an aquarium with like other fish as well? Or you're the only goldfish? The only one. I don't know. Probably one. <laughs> Just so one other boring? fish? Yeah, that's that sounds good, right? <laughs> okay, Does is this a, is this a reflection off of your life? Like... Is this how you would say that you generally are? Like, you only want a little bit of company or something? Yeah, because I don't like to be around people. Really? I get I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so this Maybe is interesting. That's why. Because you put yourself out there and present yourself in front of millions of people. So Mil- Millions is a big word. <laughs> you've, you've amassed 3 million views, over 3 million views, and you have almost 70,000 okay. subscribers. So millions is the correct okay. word. Okay. <laughs> it's easy in, in front of the camera, I guess. Mm-hmm. Instead. And a goldfish is just in an aquarium. They don't we have can a get, camera. We can, we can get away from the goldfish. <laughs> okay. we're, we're, on you, we're on you now. <laughs> No, but how does that translate? You know, like, how are you able to be so comfortable in front of the camera? Because there's no one around. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just the camera and my parents and my three brothers. That's it. Or family. You, were, were you uh, instantly, like, good with the camera or did you have to, like, get comfortable with it? I don't know if you saw my first vlog. It's really awkward. And when you see my latest one, there's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the first, first one is not is not that off. Like the thing is, still, like, you, mm. I, I guess you started vlogging a, like almost more than a year ago, slightly more yeah. than a year ago, and you had such like a rapid comfortability with the camera. I feel like more than most people, I would say. I don't know. That's what I think. I used to do theater as well. Maybe that's why, because I'm used to an audience. Um, I guess that would be. A reason to justify that but they're comfortable performing almost yeah just not in a social environment in front of people yeah the, uh, <laughs> li- that's lighting, yeah that's the, very different if though. you're if you're in a theater and you are playing um you don't see the audience it's almost black yeah so it's, okay uh, <laughs> that's true because then the light is on you too yeah so you can't see them anyways so you're in the spotlight and they are not yeah so uh you're Hayazaman. You're yep. 
um, a YouTube vlogger. Um, how did we get to this place of you having amassed this much of an audience in only a year? I got a shout out from Irfan Jnejo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And if that's, people don't that's, know, that's Irfan is a huge YouTuber in Pakistan. But how did he find you? Uh, well, he said I came into his recommendations and that's, that's it. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I made it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Was but, it how how like quickly after you vlogging did that happen? Um, I started last year in Ramzan, uh, which means I guess May. May. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he gave me a shout out in December. Wow. And 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 now we're here. What was, was that? it that he liked about your um? That, about your vlog that he saw so much the the thing what he said in his stories when he gave me a shout out was um everyone uses uh gimbals and um uh, how is it called the one that flies in the air drones, drones. yeah <laughs> <laughs> drones uh while i was just holding a camera and showing everything and he was felt it? relatable that's as well something that he said i didn't understand that point can uh, because sorry, because I'm a girl. Uh, I don't live in Pakistan. I'm 21, so I didn't get the point where he was, like. I didn't get the point why he found me relatable, but that's what he also said. Maybe well, that's not exactly what I was himself, telling. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was telling Shamir before you came on here. Is just like I was, I'd been watching some of your stuff here and there, and it seems like you're just there. Like while I'm, if I'm doing something. Um, and I have you on, it's just like a friend in the room, in the aquarium, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it is relatable because it's, you're not doing anything that's like, uh, crazy YouTube, I guess in quotes, you know, like it's just, you're just documenting, this is what's going on. And it feels like somebody's, especially for people, um, like yourself who might be, you know, in their room, quiet, kind of away from people, doing their thing. Um, it's like it's you're speaking their th thoughts out loud. Yeah. And maybe that's what it is. And it's comforting also, like, especially in like times like these where people are home, like alone, right? They're so used to uh, being people being flashy and all that stuff. But seeing someone like, you know, just talking about their daily life and making it more relatable. And you're not always like, hey, look at me. You're just like doing your thing. And it seems like you're talking to a friend, like Thank processing. You. <laughs> Thank you. So um, you are in Belgium, which is yep. pretty unique to us. And maybe that's our American ignorance. But how does a Pakistani family make it to Belgium? You were born and raised there, right? Yep. Uh, well, how my dad made it was because, well, I think I don't know about everyone, but most of the parents come here to work and to get money. Mm -hmm. um, that's what my dad did. He came, he started working, he got married, my mom came, and then we came. That, that's how we did it. Yeah, Basically. are there nothing, a lot of nothing. other families there too? Yep. A lot there, of Pakistani There families? is a community. Uh, that's it. Nothing too special. I think it's, it's like America a lot, but I think in America there are a lot of more people than here. Yeah, for sure. But... Um, there are a lot of people, but uh, most of them um, stay and then they go away. Like my dad knows a lot of people that went back to the UK 
or went to Canada because um, the language in Canada is English. Yeah, that in must UK be hard. English. Like transitioning to yep. learn a new language, right? Yep. So does your whole family know the native language there? Nope. <laughs> 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 my dad speaks French and understands it. Dutch, you, nothing. Uh, my mom used to go to classes, but then she stopped going. And now they don't need it because, yeah, we're old enough to help around. What so, languages do you and your brothers uh, primarily speak? Dutch. Dutch, okay. And you just grew up on that, spoke it in school and everything like that too? Yep. What do they teach? Do they teach Dutch and English in school or that's just something you pick uh, up? For example, the native language is Dutch, Dutch and French. So you decide to go to the school you want to. So mm. my parents decided to send us to a school in Dutch. So basically you speak all the time Dutch. And then when you, you I guess when you're 10 years old or something, they start to include French in it. And then when you're like in, they say secondary school, I don't know how it's called in. Middle school. Uh, in, Middle yeah, school. <laughs> I guess that. Then they uh, try to learn you like proper French, mm. like can you, French, French. Can you say something in Dutch for us? Ik ben Haya. <laughs> I am Haya. It's something really simple. Yeah. So and then English, they, mm. uh, they learn, learn that as well at uh, middle school then. But not so how, like professional level, just like you have to be able to talk. Mm. Got it. You said you have a, a community there. Um, what do people think of um, either like U.S. Pakistanis or U.K. Pakistanis? Is there sort of like a an understanding that you guys have of the different cultures that come with that? In difference with U.K. or? Like Pakistanis in U.S. or U.K.? Like, do you guys ever watch or see communities from over there and see a difference? I went to UK once. I also went okay. to America once. Um, I think UK may... Uh, yeah, sorry. In no, UK. <laughs> in UK, um, I think, not to be rude or something, um, everyone has their own style. Um, they're like... How do you call it? In a nice word. Um, no, don't use the nice one. <laughs> they're... Uh, um, they're posh. Okay. Bougie. Um, yeah, bougie. Like, okay. um, they don't speak Urdu. Not everyone. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But like, um, oh, Pakistan, it's, it's, it's hot and... <laughs> well, I don't think I have that. And I know many people here that don't have it, so... So they're not as prideful of Pakistan? I don't know. I don't want to say that, actually, but... In, in, in your perspective, in your experience, your I mean, that's yeah. we can't knock off that's, your experience, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how I experienced it. I Why are you? To, well, go ahead. I went to UK once, um, and um, yeah, you have the streets, and there is a big difference between how I see Pakistan here and there. Mm -hmm. I guess because also maybe uh, there are a lot of Pakistanis in UK, and you see them more frequently then here maybe that's mm. why as well yeah well you've obviously chosen um you know to be a little bit more prideful of your uh i guess native country yep. and you speak urdu in your vlogs yep. uh, so why did you make that decision why not speak english or dutch and cater to other audiences well the thing is my dad and my mom as well they always said like uh 
you don't forget your religion and where you came from. Uh, so we went every year to Pakistan. I used to be a baby and they took me every year. Um, why I chose to do it in Urdu, I guess because I was comfortable in it okay. at home. Okay. Because uh, my vlogs are really homey, I guess. And I make them with my brothers and parents as well. So that that was the easiest option. Is if your you audience primarily from Pakistan? Yeah. If you see my vlogs as well, we speak Dutch sometimes. Like couple of words. Do you have no. some Indian followers as well? Yeah. Or okay. As well, I have following from here as well. It's really funny though, but no. <laughs> does it say where, like Chicago, or does it say like what states or no? Uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Does it tell um, you? The, the top uh, places are from Pakistan, but like when I message people. Um, I don't, they do, and I reply. Um, most of them are also from Europe. I went to Germany once and I made a made a um, story and someone said, oh, we're also from here, we should meet. I was like, hey, sorry. But Did you meet them? No, I was with family. <laughs> Where do you see that going, like, you know, in the future, if your vlogs are getting bigger and stuff, are you open to, you know, meeting up with people and maybe, like, collaborating and things like that? Uh... The thing is, um, I don't see it as a career or a big thing. Okay. Uh, if it's going to turn out to be a big thing, I think it, it it would it would stop eventually, because I am not consistent. I have other priorities, and my goals in life are really different from what I'm doing on YouTube. Mm. So eventually, it will stop, I guess. So um, when like Irfan Janidra like shouted you out, was that like a lot of pressure because you were doing this as fun? <laughs> I went through phases. <laughs> I was first, I was really happy. I was like, what the hell, what did happen? What the hell, what, what is going on? Why did he, oh, how did he come to my video? What, huh, what? Um, and then um, I was really happy. And then I was in this phase like, Oh, what the hell? Why did he do that? <laughs> like, oh, why did he give me a shout out? I was enjoying it uh, because I had a really, I had a really uh, simple. Yeah, it, it it was it was fast and quick, and I never expected it. I was really happy when I had like a small. I, I'm still happy. I'm not going to sound ungrateful, but um, I don't know. It it was not a pressure, but it was like I couldn't. I didn't know what I was doing and uh, I started thinking that people expect something from me. Mm -hmm. um, that was really hard because the, I didn't know what to the do. The people that were already following you like knew what they were in for and like now you had a lot of other people yeah. who you then felt like you had to like put on a show for almost. Yeah. You yeah. have to justify when you don't upload for example. And before that, I didn't care. And now it's like because you have a big audience and uh, you have to, like, they own you or something. It, wow. it, it's not like that, but you feel this. I felt this sure. way. But, yeah. Do you still that feel it? Uh, sometimes, because I really wanted to be consistent in July. But my nanny passed away recently, so I couldn't I be. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Then okay, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I 
wanted to be consistent, but I couldn't because uh, the reasons. And uh, before that, in July, I posted uh, a poll on my YouTube channel saying, "Ho, oh, do you think Hayao will upload next week? I was really pumped up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to upload. <laughs> but I couldn't. I was like, okay, delete, delete. And I deleted the post. So I still feel it because I really want to, but I can't. Mm. But... Yeah, I guess that's how it is. And now I'm just accepting it. I'm like, that's how it is. Do you always get like really excited when you upload, or sometimes are you like, oh, is this good enough for my audience? Or now I do. Uh, first, I uh, because I was uploading frequently. Um, it was still inconsistent, but it was frequently than now um then i had the thing oh this is boring or this is uh, too small this is too simple i started comparing me as well uh, because everyone is doing his or her own thing and i was <laughs> not consistent <laughs> and i was just showing around what i do on a daily basis but um now, now i don't feel that way because I take my time. In my recent video, I was really happy uh, when I edited it, it. I was really happy with that one. Who do you think, like, from your audience, like, um, gravitate to you the most? Like, you know, in what ways do they feel like they relate to you the most? And, like, what type of person likes watching you? Uh, someone who is weird as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of comments, uh, well, you're just like me or you talk just like me or the way you do openly are we doing privately do i make any sense yeah yeah i, I think d- uh, i do get that a lot even when um you know i first shamir introduced me to you and i you know started watching some of the videos i was trying to in my sort of overly branded uh you know vision of how things are quote unquote supposed to be nowadays on YouTube and social media in general, right? Everything is so, um, you know, such like a template. It's it has this formula. It has a layout that kind of like, oh, as soon as you go on somebody's page, you know exactly what their style of uh, content creation is. And I was looking for that when I started watching your stuff. And to be honest, I was like, what is it? What am I what am I watching? You know? And then a few videos in, I was like, oh, it's her charm. It's her. Like, she's the, she's that special sort of thing. And I think that, you know, don't discredit yourself or, or make less of that at all. Because when you are what brings, you know, your content together, there, there can't be a formula that works out without you. And for a lot of people on YouTube right now, you can replace them with anybody. And as long as they follow that formula you know, they're good to go because the formula is there, you know, their thumbnails and uh, their their templates and all of that are made a certain way. I really suck at that. I just take a screenshot. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's, I think that that's okay because there's there's a sacrifice with doing it that way as well. It also makes it more genuine and raw. Exactly, yeah. And and I think um, also like me personally, like I was going for my own personal channel, I was like, I don't know what I should be doing, what type of content I should be making. And then when I started watching your stuff, I was like, okay, just be yourself. Like, I forgot that people are there for you. Like, and sometimes I forget that. And then while watching your stuff, I was like heavily inspired. So then I started, you know, 
uh, vlogging my own, you know, family and all that stuff, and um, it really like helped me. And but that's also me. fun to watch. For example, I'm not like saying bad things about others, but like uh, reacting to TikTok videos, for example, it's it's fun, but it's just not like everyone is doing that. Exactly. Does that you know, make sense? You know, that's a type of video that you could make. And again, yeah. that's what I say, like, that's replaceable, right? Yeah. It's anybody can do it. And yeah, the, the person who's reacting, maybe like people are there to watch them, right? And, and when we have these titles like social influencer, that's what that essentially means. It's like, okay, I want to watch this person who I am influenced by do this thing. But what is it that makes them, you know, that thing? And sometimes a lot of people will gravitate away from what got them that sort of attention in the first place just to sort of follow what everyone else is doing. And like you're saying, you know, when you go to your page, it's just like, this is life of, yeah, like the, it, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do anything different than what's comfortable to you, but that's what makes it a comfortable experience for others, just that relatability. But I'm curious to know, like, you know, um, you say that it's not gonna be like a career thing or anything like that, then why do it and you know why involve um your family and share so much what does it mean to you um the thing is i was doing theater and it was really fun uh, but i stopped doing it so i couldn't put my creativity like my thoughts and my things somewhere i was just like oh theater ended i can't do anything now i just have to study um so i was like you know what just vlog so i just ordered a camera and I got it the next day on my f on first Ramzan and I just vlogged that's how I started actually really the basic were you watching vloggers like what made you be like let me just vlog <laughs> the funny part is I didn't have a YouTube channel at all I wasn't subscribed to anyone I was just random on YouTube uh, recon recommendations that's it that's what I did the hilarious thing is, I think on your first vlog, you you even said like, "Who's gonna watch this?" <laughs> yeah, that's how she started out. <laughs> that's like your first well, sentence, right? I was like, right? "Kon mujhe Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that was and now good. you're here. But that's I started. Incredible. I started with an Instagram page. I like clicking pictures. I was like, you know what? Let's just do that with captions and stories. And then eventually, I started vlogging. A good friend said to me, "You should, you should do it." I was like, "Okay," and then I did it. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, you mentioned before, you know, that, that this is uh, very different than what your sort of career is going towards. Your theme uh, in a lot of your vlogs seems to be studying. I have to study, I have to study, nah. I have to study. <laughs> what are you studying for I, I study social work in university. Yeah, no. so, why so why social work? And, you know, you said that um, people don't take that seriously. What do you mean by that? I think, uh, like my parents as well, I used to study economics whole my okay. life. Um, but then I was like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do social work. I needed um, to explain them what it was. And eventually, if you still ask them what is Haya doing, they won't know what I'm doing. Uh, but if you ask them what is uh, Hassan or Raza doing, my brothers, uh, they know dancer because it's IT and marketing. Because it's it's... I don't know, it's it's something they something know. Something that they, like, understand. Yeah. Yeah. So what is, what in the world of social work are you attracted to? Like, what, what about um, it makes you want to do it? 
I like helping people, and that's why I chose it actually. And uh, yeah, that's that's the main reason. The thing is, I used to be a really good student, and then eventually I sucked at studying. Uh, I sucked at studying, and my dad really wants me to get a degree, uh, <laughs> and I also want to get a degree. So social work was the like the safest option. Are Because you, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to study. I was like, you know what? I like helping people. Just study this. Eventually, you get interested in the subjects, and eventually, you get a job that you like. That's how my thought process worked. Are you planning to take it like you know worldwide, like different countries, or you know? Mm, no. <laughs> Here, it's it's easy. I know yeah. everything. How is how social simple. work perceived in Belgium? Uh, there is a big demand of social workers, so mm, it's nice. Okay. That's is this good. like is this like family social workers like with, working with children specifically or do you um, just like the world of it in general? You can choose what you do basically. I used to do an internship with uh, children. Uh, they were in a house um, and they couldn't. They were not allowed to live with their parents by law because um, there were family issues, uh, drugs or divorce or anything extreme cases as well um, I was doing my internship there for example or you can be in a company helping uh, employees with burnouts um, mm. it's it's really big and yeah you can do eventually everything like projects or you can have a government job helping people to find a job um, stuff like that Nice. Is this something that you would ever include in your uh, videos, um, whether it be talking about that, uh, you know, the the social life of people, the mental health aspect of it, or anything like that? I I make videos about my mental health. Okay. Um, others would be different because I also don't feel my university life. Uh, with the basic reason is because no one speaks English, and Urdu. They speak Dutch. So I guess showing if I get a degree and get a job, showing it would make no sense because no one is speaking Urdu. Get the point. I'm confused on that part. What do you mean, like showing that would be? I don't know. It's it's. Uh, for example, if if I want to show what I do as a job yeah. later on. It would be, I can show it, but I don't show it because I wouldn't show it. Yeah, well, of I'm the not language. saying like you would record like, you know, you actually on the job, but I'm saying like incorporating, you know, your experiences and, and what people are going through to sort of like, uh, you know, heighten awareness of certain things, maybe. I, I wouldn't do that. As a social okay. worker, you are not allowed to do that mm. as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. For example, when I was doing my internship, I had to sign like contracts. Mm -hmm. to 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 keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, you know, you talked about your brothers a lot uh, and, and you're sort of like, I guess the difference between sometimes those experiences and your most popular video is my struggles of being a Desi girl. Um, and so so as the only girl, you know, in your in your household, what are some of the, the difficulties that you face that are like at the top that make it different than a guy would? Now I don't have any difficulties. Before okay. I had because uh, I had to because they're also older than me. I had to follow them, what they are doing. Um, they went to this school. I had to go to this school. What they did, I had to do. Um, after a while, I decided I don't want to do. They were doing 
what or where they don't you have different type of uh, levels of studying uh, you have like the difficult one and then you have the one underneath it and I want to do, do the one underneath it I was like I don't want to do the hard one it makes no sense to me I don't know what I'm doing I was I think I think I was 14 my um my mom said no no you do the same thing as your brothers I was like no I don't want to do that and then I eventually changed and I was really happy with that and then um I was not allowed to go outside or with friends because um I am a girl I guess uh and my brothers were allowed to do that um, But but to be fair that's not something that you personally would want to do much either would you no, but for example, <laughs> well, when it's a choice, will, it's different. Yeah, I will give you an example. I was I was uh, twelve years old. Uh, yeah. My, how do you call it? The north school um, mm -hmm. was is just around the corner here. My little brother goes there. Um, when we were three three together in that school, we were allowed to go alone and come back alone. And when my brothers had to leave the school because they had to change the school, I wasn't allowed anymore to go alone. Or come back alone because I was a girl. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That might well. You were younger too. That might be a safety thing. No, but they were allowed to go alone and come back alone <laughs> because they're able to maybe protect themselves a little bit better. Oh. I'm just trying to. Th that's, that's not a very progressive thought that you're saying there for us. <laughs> no, like if gu I'm saying guy like guys when they're out alone, if they're walking, they're she's less likely to get she's harmed. She's saying it's across the street. It's just oh. around the corner. Okay. And so she's saying that at their age, she's allowed to do that, but she's unable to do that the same age that they were. And I get that. I can see exactly how you feel because I am the same way. I, have two, I have two older brothers. And it wasn't more of a safety thing. It was more of like a, okay, you know, or, or sometimes it's masked as a safety thing. And it's more so them playing out their own fears. But to an extent, it has to be like they have to let you live a little bit to be like, okay, you feel oversheltered, overprotected. So yeah. I feel you because I have two older brothers too. How how did so, you uh, break that? How I did it? Yeah, I just stood up for myself. I was like, I have, to, I want to change school, so I changed school, and then I went alone. I remember I used we used to message mom always when we. Um, we took public transport to school. So when we we're at school, we had to message her, okay, we are at school. As I stopped doing that. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I couldn't understand why she wanted us to do that. Um, I stopped doing that. I was like, I'm not going to do that because it makes no sense. Um, because my school was also, it's, it was like, you have to drive 10 minutes. So it was not that far away. So like that makes no sense to me. Mm -hmm. And then uh, eventually when I get older, when I got older, she or they saw that she is responsible enough. Um, I remember when I was in my room, my uh, dad was talking to my mom and she was like, uh, he was like, um, I would say it in Urdu, it's easier. He was like, And my mom was like, she knows it. She knows everything. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so eventually by time they understand or understood it now they don't say anything i'm yeah, allowed it, to go everywhere i mean i don't know if it's just because it's your vlogs but it seems like everyone's like kind of listening to you in a way like everyone's like looking towards you in a way that's what it seems like your vlogs like so. when i do it well that but also like just how you carry yourself like around your family like it seems like you know 
everyone's like kind of looking at you like they let you my family or the they let you be you yeah yeah my dad doesn't say anything anymore. <laughs> How was that? What when you first started that? You know, did you guys have a conversation about like the whole vlogging thing, including them, <laughs> mentioning things, or did you just do it? I just did it. I never asked them. Wow. Did they I ever say said, anything or no, ask they, any questions? They didn't. They were never like scared, like oh, you know, our relatives here no. could see this or no. They this. weren't. I remember. I remember when I went to a shadi, as well. It, it is mentioned in the video, uh, my struggles of being a daisy girl. Um, I was just randomly there. Uh, I didn't want to, to go, and the auntie said, "Oh, I I watch your video." My mom had like a big smile, and I was like, hmm. "Oh." <laughs> they they never had a problem. I, I think, think. and uh, now they do. <laughs> Eventually, my dad always uh, rooms around at the house without a shirt. Uh, <laughs> so whenever I hold the camera, he's like, don't film me. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> they know about the audience now, probably, right? Yeah, they, yeah. What was their yeah, reaction when you first bigger. had that? The, the what? When you first, like, had, uh, you know, a huge following out of nowhere? They said I was crazy. <laughs> I remember when I got the shout out, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't express my happiness to anyone because no one knew where front by. Um, I was like, hey, give me a shout out. I was like, oh, who? I was like, okay, shut up. Let me be happy. I went crazy and uh, yeah. mom, was, mom and dad were like, pagalori, pagalori. <laughs> now that's it. Now they're, uh, now they're like, oh, well. Um, my khala as well, she... Um, messages me as well oh. yeah, huh? um, how how is this possible <laughs> and all <laughs> of this that's yeah. really cool um but then everyone also is supportive that's Alhamdulillah. awesome <laughs> uh, but with your dad you know like you're you're open about his uh health issues as well why is that important for you to um you know mention um, if I have to agree, I never said 100% what is going on with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when he... Um, I did a video with him uh, eating golgapa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said a lot of things. I cut everything out okay. because I wasn't comfortable with that. Maybe he is comfortable telling everyone. I wasn't uh, because I really believe uh, uh, so I was like, I have to cut this out. And the only thing I mentioned or he mentioned was that he had a head tumor a brain tumor not a head tumor oops but that's the only thing i am open opening up with the other stuff i don't i don't Mm -hmm. say do you feel like uh sometimes you have to like disclose like at least what is going on to your audience and is that why you did Uh, no because my dad wasn't ill like right now like it was in 2016 Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it 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 does describe him as a person. For example, when someone says, "Oh, what 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 is your dad doing for a living?" Uh, I don't answer to that question because mm-hmm. he's, he's not allowed to do anything. Uh, he can't do anything. You know what I mean? Right. So I had to. So I don't say the reason, or I don't say what he's doing. I just say the the story behind it, and then you just need to guess about it. Mm-hmm. You right. get what I mean? Yeah. For example, now as well, he has to be admitted next week in the hospital. But I never mentioned that because because it's you, you do what you're comfortable with. Yeah, that I makes just sense. I just say his health is is not okay, and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to know what it what it is. Right. So, I guess. So uh, sometimes, do you feel like your audience is maybe part of your family? Sometimes, like 
I I really believe they are a part of it because I really receive a lot of prayers and I'm really happy and really glad about that. I remember when I posted um I thought I would never post anything about family when someone is um ill or something but I did that with my nani um because I really believe ke kisi ki bhi dua lag sakti hai. So I was like you know what just post it yeah no worries. At least if you don't want to uh, like uh reply back on dms don't but at least post it so i did that eventually and when she passed away i was like should i post it or should i not or should i just wait and disappear again and then eventually i just posted it and then i disappeared and then i posted the story okay i'm doing fine now mm-hmm. how do you eventually determine you- what like you know what you post what you don't post like through that process for example you know Was there a lot of battle between, you know, what should I, I do? I ask my parents most of the time. Okay. I'm like, should I do that or should I not? Mm. And then eventually they say yes or no and then when they say yes, then I do it. And when they say no, then I don't. That that's the main thing. I think um my dad was admitted last year as well in the hospital and I was making videos at that time, but I didn't post it. like for example next week he will be admitted i won't post that yeah now i said it but like i won't post that mm-hmm. but would it Because, be like um just videos you're making in general or like you would be making it about him that you wouldn't wouldn't post no anything like i'm i'm not going to t- the thing is you can't say 100% everything what is going on in life i believe i think uh the relevant things are really important like i guess i mm, it's hard to think um for example um if someone asks me what is your color, what is your favorite color and you say green but eventually what would you do if you know that my favorite color is green you get what i mean same with the health of my dad if i say he's ill that that's it you don't need to know what mm. is the meaning behind ill you know if he even has a fever allah khair kare if he i don't know has a heart transplant or anything uh, what do you trying to insinuate that like somebody can do with the information like like harm you in some way or like do too not much not harm me um my dad never openly says to everyone what he's going through um even also in private life like no one not everyone knows 100% what He has gone to make the comfort the topic more comfortable. You're talking yeah. about the, you're talking It's about easy. the green thing. So like if somebody knows that your favorite color is green, what can they do with that? What can they do with that? Nothing. It, yeah. Like it's it's not important to know that okay. my favorite color is green. If you're okay, I get it. If so you're giving a fan. away minimal information that they can't yeah. do anything with. Yeah. Got it. Well, with that, I, I think really like some inform I think, you know, it it's maybe two different things because it's like some things is it's private and uh you know there's much more to it than that and then some things yeah. like for example that's that's like your your dad or your family or just anything that's going on with you that it would take a lot to explain but something yeah. like the color green for example and i actually asked you that before <laughs> we started this um it kind of helps to know you a little bit you know if you would have said black i would have thought something different of you if you would have said you know a different color mm-hmm. sometimes those little things it's like that type of information maybe is just like oh okay like that's the way she thinks you know and it's not as much about like oh that's what's going on with her it's like that's just the way that or that's maybe like the mind state she's in or that's 
the things that she yeah, likes. Yeah, I get that. As well, with the health thing, um, it's not my health. Exactly. It's my dad's. Mm, and yeah. if he isn't comfortable showing it or, like, telling it, yeah. then I also don't Th- tell That's him. like, uh, if they ask, what's your dad's favorite color? And it's like, what? what's the point of knowing that? Yeah, <laughs> like, what mm. does he do for a living? Yeah. Why would you want to Yeah, that to doesn't help. That? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Huh? So um, I also think that sometimes like that. when things matter more, it's more comfortable to leave it to ourselves because you yourself, it, if it's, like, a hard topic for you yourself, you don't want to be explaining it to a larger... To, to more people because it's something yeah. so personal to you yeah and like what you're dealing with yeah also because when you said the color green defines you i don't want the health of my dad uh defining me mm-hmm. um as w- i really don't want to be in this lower position where people have to be like oh sorry huh. mm-hmm. also because of that maybe i don't share um what is going on the yeah, nine part i did because I asked to pray for her. So I was like, you know what, uh, let me share it. And my mom was like, yeah, you can share it. So. Yeah, I think ultimately, you know, you know, you know, uh, the situations of different things and you know what's best and your family knows what's best. So, yeah, obviously, you know, if, if people need to know something or they don't need to know something, that's really up to you. So that's that's good yeah. that you had that sort of radar for that. I don't um, have a specific rule. It's just where mm-hmm. I feel comfortable. Instinctual. Yeah. I would share it, and if I don't, then I don't share it. Yeah. That's that's. What is your uh, social life like in real life apart from what you are online, like your friend groups With and stuff? Friends. Yes. Um, I don't include them in my vlogs because they are not Pakistani. Mm. Uh, but nothing special. I go out, I guess, <laughs> like everyone. I go to uni now. I don't because had the pandemic. It's really fun. Um, that's it. I go. What's to What's the reason for not including them? Because they're not Pakistani. They don't speak. My audience is Urdu. Okay. And um, English, I guess. And we speak Dutch. They also, don't speak I, English yeah. at all, or. I think they can, but we don't. Um, like okay. you have a certain. Um, I think it's it's a culture you have with someone. For example, I'm really uncomfortable talking to Engli- in English right now because I know you guys speak Urdu, for example. Mm-hmm. While my brothers as well, they speak Urdu, but I talk in Dutch with them. And mm-hmm. with my parents, I talk in Urdu. You have this kind of a connection with someone, um, and the connection is sometimes a language. And I have with my friends uh, the connection in Dutch, so it's really uncomfortable when I will start talking in English. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's 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 a weird thing to think about, but it definitely makes sense because yeah. like, yeah, they're your friends. You could have all these like you know things. I guess you could do subtitles or something, but then again, I don't know if you're gonna be writing or do subtitles. Really tiring. Yeah. So uh, with that, you know, um, talking about the social life stuff, uh, I saw your video that you recently did. That was the uh, you took a break from social media. You you deleted all your apps, right? Yep. What was uh, what was that like for you? And you know, when you deleted all the apps, like how much time were you spending on them before you did that? On my phone, I was yeah. spending probably nine to fourteen hours on my phone. What I do you do? Just like go through Instagram, YouTube, and stuff. Instagram, Facebook, nothing. Basically, <laughs> nothing. You don't. The thing I realized when I deleted everything is there is nothing special on my phone. Like, how I'm long did you do it out. for? I think it was uh, two, three weeks. 
wow. three weeks. Did a healthy reset. Um, I I did it because I had to pass my exams. That was the main reason. <laughs> and now I am barely on my phone. You said something though um, that really stuck out to me, which you said you know you had this like fear of missing out, and yeah, that- I had that. I logged in one one time on Instagram during the three weeks. I was like, no, 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 no. and then I removed it. Because it's just like so much information, you know, every yeah. day that if you miss one thing, even like, you know, you'll be in these different groups on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, and your friends will send you all this information, uh, whether it be like something funny or something that's going on in the world, you'll see it on your feed. And if you miss even a day, you could have missed like so much information. I missed a lot of news. I was okay. uh, I deleted Facebook, and Facebook is the only resource of me and news. Uh, it's yeah. Why did thing. you say that? Why is Facebook your uh, <laughs> your news source? I don't watch news. It's just, and yeah. I liked a bunch of bunch of like papers, and then they just show up, and that's my news. You, you don't For use example, uh, sorry. Hmm? You don't use Twitter or anything. I don't have Twitter. Okay. Uh, Instagram and YouTube is enough to handle, to be honest. I but really suck at them as well. Though. <laughs> you were saying about Facebook? Yeah. Um, the thing, the, uh, recently the Bollywood actor that committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know the name anymore. Sis, name, yeah. Shushan Singh. Uh, yeah. I didn't know when he did it. My brother was like, you know, I was like, oh shit, really? Uh, can I read the article? He was like, go on Facebook. I'm like, I don't have it. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I, I couldn't, I wasn't catching up with news as well. I yeah. was really uh, blanked out. Yeah. Um, a lot in your, some of your vlogs, you talk about like overthinking. And um, I think you also like gave solutions on how it helped, how you overcame that as well. Um, did social media and all that also play a huge effect in your overthinking as well? Mm, yes. Because of my content, I started comparing myself with others why can't i be consistent why am i not doing this like this or that why don't i care about camera gear um Mm -hmm. and when i deleted my apps i wasn't going through profiles of people Mm -hmm. and all that so it did really help because i'm also inconsistent with instagram posts uh while everyone expects you to post your face and i post most of the time other pictures Mm -hmm. um so yeah now i don't care how have you been since then with social media? Have you uh, started going on it less or? I don't back? care. I don't care about it anymore. So like, like, how often do you go on? You were doing what nine to fourteen hours a I, day. How, what are you like now? I don't know. I never checked. Uh, but I think um, I still am around three four, because okay. uh, I use a lot of YouTube for music. Um, that doesn't count. But. I think. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Okay, then it doesn't. But uh, <laughs> on Instagram, I try to be an hour on it to reply DMs uh, because I really care about them. But that's that's it. That's a huge change. That's like really, really good. I hope I can. Uh, do you have any tips of like getting there? You just go for it. <laughs> you can uh, put on your phone a limit how much hours you can use the app. Okay, um, I've never used that. I, I also that, didn't. I, I just said it as a tip. She also had an incentive, which was like, I need to pass my exam. So yeah, that's yeah. The, that was the main reason. Because the thing was, um, I was sick before the lockdown as well. I was two weeks uh, ill. I had high fever and I had mumps. I don't know how, but I just had it. Um, 
so I had one week mumps and then one week fever. Uh, that's when the corona thing uh, got the hype. I was tested negative. <laughs> um, then the lockdown came. So I eventually missed two weeks of uni and then I missed the whole lockdown with uni. Uh, my university was really... Um, Matlab, uh, they made a bad decision with online classes. We barely had online classes. We just had handouts and uh, the teacher was just talking. So it, it was like, here you go with everything. You do everything on your own. And the procrastinator I am, I was doing nothing. Yeah. So I, was like, I, need to, I need to get this straight. How was the whole situation with the pandemic in Belgium and stuff? Uh, there was a lockdown. You couldn't go out. Uh, the only thing that was open was supermarkets and pharmacies. That's it. And then I think after a month, everything was open again. But like um, with protocols and all that. Now, for example, you have to put a mask on if you go outside. outside. Uh, before that, you were just you could go in supermarkets as well. Now it's it's the second wave is as, as well going on. But, but overall, how are you guys like as a country? Are you doing pretty good with it? I don't know. I don't go through Facebook <laughs> anymore. <laughs> the, the only thing I know is... we're doing is, pretty uh, horrible. Yeah. America. But that's because in the beginning, you, not you, but like the country, <laughs> didn't do anything right. They were ignoring the fact there was a virus. I think right? that, like, at, I think at here. a federal level they weren't, but like states, they were like trying, like you know, people were shutting down, things were shutting down. But yeah, I mean, I think the bigger problem is that they started to open things up really quickly. What's your perception of Americans? <laughs> Oops. Um, about the country, I would Just say overall. Mm-mm. Overall, about Americans. Okay, um, I came to America, right? I was really excited because everyone is like, America this, America that. Americans as well, they say, like, we are, like, uh, nice country. <laughs> Freedom. But, yeah. but when I came, it was nothing special. Where did you go? I went to North Carolina. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> that might be why it wasn't too special, but also. Um, why did you go to North Carolina? No, it was, I went with a camp, so. A camp? Oh. oh, like a trip, like a school trip? Yeah. No, no school with friends. So we were sent. We were sent by the American embassy from here to there. Oh, okay. As an opportunity, um, that's it. It was How fun. How long were you here for? I think three weeks, two weeks. And only in North Carolina. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many better places, but I know. But uh, I think it depends as well. I was with the host family; okay. they were really fun. Not going to lie, but yeah. um, they were old, so <laughs> maybe that says it all. But they were the, you, the Americans are nice. Not not going to like yeah. say anything, but some, I just didn't find you didn't see the hype. Yeah. No, I didn't see the hype. All right. I, next time, next time you uh, plan to come, come to Maryland, come to New York, um, and and we'll show you around. Yeah. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. Okay. Last question about your videos um, before we try to wrap this up a little bit. Uh, you, you have uh, the term muotake on a lot of your videos. Uh. That's that's one of my personal favorite uh, things to use. Explain uh, to people that don't understand what that what muotake is. What is that, and where do you mm. use it? 
मूड हाके आई यूज मूड हाके व्हेन आई वेंट टू इटली वी जस्ट वेंट रैंडमली टू इटली दैट्स दैट्स व्हाट इट इज मूड हाके चले गए विदाउट प्रिपरेशन या वी डिड नथिंग माय ब्रदर सेड लेट्स गो टू इटली आई वाज लाइक ओके वी बुकड आई थिंक टू वीक्स और वन मंथ I don't know he booked I, I didn't pay anything. <laughs> That's the only advantage to be a girl. I didn't pay anything. He did everything. He was like, "Okay, let me book three tickets." I'm like, "Okay, do whatever you want to." And he did. And when we landed and when we were like here when we were in the in the at the airport and everything, we were like looking up what we could do. Um or we were asking people there like, "Oh, is there anything uh, we should visit nearby?" Uh, that's how that's how we did it mood hacking was basically that was it yeah <laughs> mood hacking means basically up, yeah. randomly random random doing something that's yeah. actually it's, most of my vlogs are like that but uh, that's what my dad likes to say anytime we're doing something um you know without without preparation without thinking yeah it's, it's more of a in a yelling way so it's, <laughs> it's something funny to use now <laughs> that like you know what i mean like he'll be like mood hacking kar liye like you didn't think about it Yeah, we 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 didn't think about it. It yeah. was like really hot. Um eventually we had to go back to the airport and we went two hours uh before we had to be there because it was so hot we were like we have to go. You back. don't you don't like heat. No, I don't. <laughs> Is Belgium you're saying isn't typically that hot? No, it isn't. It isn't. Uh like I know in the in the US it's really hot. I went uh, once and it was really hot. Depends when I came, where you are. Yeah, depends. <laughs> in North Carolina, I came back. I remember when I came back, I was tanned a lot. And um my brother's nikah was I think 5 days later. So when I came back, the second day I had to take another plane to Pakistan. Um and my khala was like really pissed at me. She was like, "What did you do with your face?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "I didn't choose for it. The sun was shining." Yeah. Yeah, I don't like heat. I I like it. No, I don't hate it, but it's just Yeah, I'm not used to it. You like for example, with getting tan for other for your family members. Me, if I see sunlight, I'm just like sitting and basking in it. I'm like, "Let me get tan." But when there's a function, your family can get pretty mad. They're like I don't you know. I don't get why why <laughs> it's not me who is like it's it's the sun. It's not yeah. my fault. The sun's just doing its thing. Why yeah. not? That that's it. I remember when they they said to me you ne- you need to get a facial. I'm like, "Uh, hello." What? <laughs> and the, the same day I landed, she took me uh, to a to a where did she took me? I don't remember where she took me, but um there was this auntie. She was putting everything on my face. Yeah. And I was so tired, I fell asleep on the chair. I was so tired. I was like, "Do we have to do this today?" She was, "Yes, we have to do this today. The nikah is in three days." I'm like, mm. "Yeah." <laughs> Um so overall uh when it comes to your videos you know what's what's the underlying message or what do you hope that people gather from it no matter how long it goes on what's like a takeaway that you hope that you know everyone kind of gets be from yourself. watching you in your life be yourself i guess it's easy it's not hard i don't get why people want to be a certain way or something just be yourself and try to maybe like get the best thing out of yourself. For example, I knew I was a lot on my mobile phone and it's not helping me. So the best best version of me is learning not to be on my mobile phone. You know what I mean? Simple. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nothing too special. <laughs> Everyone asks me these questions always, like why are you so relatable? Or how are you so relatable? Or why are you so original? I don't have an answer to that. It's like mm-hmm. You're just being you. Yeah. That's well, you know, especially when you get um, a higher following, you get more views, then people want to know that, again, that magic formula that like, you know, how did you do it? If we were looking at, for example, you know, if I compared uh, our channels to what you're doing and things like that, you know, we can't try to be like you. We don't have as many uh, subscribers or anything, but uh, if we tried to do that, then we would shift away from everything that we are and why people yeah. enjoy us. And then we would, you know, people would get disappointed, actually. And same goes for you. Yeah, I, I can't be, for example, I can't be like you guys. I have seen your vlogs. I, I'm, I'm watching you guys before I even started. <laughs> uh, um, the thing is, everyone has a different way to be himself or herself. For example, you guys are really active. I am not like that. I am not like my brothers as well. They're not like me. Um... But eventually, if you be yourself, you have more fun. I guess when people, if you would, if you would uh, make vlogs because I am making my vlogs like this, you won't be happy with it. I guess if I would, ma- if I will be making a, a a video about reacting on TikToks, which is not a bad thing, but I know it's not me. I won't yeah. be happy with the video. Yeah, you know what I mean. And exactly, that's the main I know reason. exactly what you mean because I did that with oh. the video and that's like that's the and that video on my channel has the most views and <laughs> i hate it the most like the, the, i can't wait thing. to get okay, rid of it maybe you wanted to have the views or people yeah. because mm-hmm. it's it's a trend and people do it it's it's nothing bad if you want to do it you do it, it, it yeah. if it sounds fun to you you do it but in my eye in my eyes i don't like it i won't yeah. do it i don't but want to do the it. the funny thing is like you know nobody has ever brought that video up Nobody has ever brought it up mm. in conversation. Nobody ever, like, when they talk about the things that I do personally, right, the videos that have, like, a couple hundred views or something like that, they're always talked about. People always bring them up whenever they're talking about my content. And those are the ones that last forever. And it's exactly like you were saying earlier, you know, when it comes to those types of videos, the reaction ones, it's not like you're going to go back and show your friends necessarily like unless something yeah. su- super funny or creative yeah. but most of the time you're not like yo watch this reaction video you would yeah. maybe watch the video that they're reacting to because that's the one that is popular enough to be talked about and reacted yeah. to yeah so also because of i think preferences if you would have seen my latest video and if now now i make a video about tiktok reacting on it there is a big difference. And if I want to show someone my content, they will be like, okay, what is your content? I won't show the video of TikTok. I would show the video of my social media thingy that mm-hmm. I deleted all my apps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, think exactly. there's nothing bad to make this type of videos yeah. and follow the trend or I, anything like I think, that. I think it's also like really important what you talked about is like being happy with your product rather than the results. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's how I feel. The, the fact that you've learned that so quickly I feel like is awesome. I feel like, you know, thank you. Like people, I don't know, like people like FusiTube and stuff, right? He's somebody that would make content just to get a lot of views. And then he found out like six, seven years later that I have to make content that I truly enjoy. See, eventually you forget about those kind of people. Not yeah. to be rude, I used to watch him yeah. as well. Now I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
now now i don't watch him i think he doesn't does he even make videos i don't even know he does i don't know what he does like <laughs> he comes back like every yeah. once a year eventually you forget about these kind of people yeah. yeah yeah that's that's how i see it well yeah we're we're really uh glad that you are you know you like to be yourself and uh you're unapologetic about it and i think you know no matter how uh you know shy and quiet you are your, your <laughs> sort of actions and, and the way that you present yourself it speaks volumes and it's really inspiring so thank you yeah thank you for being on here um thank where you for can having people, me where can people find you online uh youtube and instagram that's YouTube it and instagram. all right <laughs> we'll link it up in the description uh before you go there's one question we asked to all of our guests um so amber if you want to ask her that question if you could describe yourself as any flavor what would it be and why like an ice cream or anything? anything? Just any flavor. Is there something oh. fancy over there that you describe yourself with? Or not? She's, she says goldfish mm. again. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, something uh, full of sugar, but a little bit of salt in it. What would that be? Yeah. Um, it's like, a, a, the, was it the caramel? Salt uh, caramel? So, so, yeah, sea salt caramel. Yeah, maybe that. I don't mm -hmm. know if you like caramel. I I do. Okay. Mm, no, no, not that. Wait, let me think. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, get your flavor right. Take your time. You, uh, it's gotta you be have this. You have this. I I. It's a weird combination. My mom doesn't like it. But you have this uh, sugar bread. It's it's basically bread. It's not fill. It's not sugar, but it's like mita. Is it like yeah? It's like cinnamon bread. Yeah, mita bread. Bread, bread, wow! And <laughs> um, my combination with it is you put. I just um, saw a video of you saying that, just like that. <laughs> bread, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's bread, but uh, I always put uh, chicken in it. Yeah, so it's kind of like. Sugar. Oh, it has a glaze on it. No, no, okay. no. Wait, let me think again. Uh. No, you can say it. Go ahead. It's basically something it's it's sugary mm -hmm. but it's also salty you know what i mean what is it something it's it's just bread you it's can just say meat bread, bread. Say yeah meat bread with 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 the chicken, chicken. perfect between, and i eat it it's meat and it's and it's um karta. you know what i mean not yeah. karta, but like salty yeah yeah that's great karta mita bread Chicken bread. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, you'll find you'll you'll find out more about what exactly that means if you watch her videos. So everyone, um, uh, go watch her videos. She's she's really inspiring, especially if you're um, a young person, maybe studying, going to school, and even more so if you're a young desi girl. Uh, she's ex incredibly inspiring uh, to watch. So again, yeah, thank you for being on our podcast. Yeah, really thank you so much for having me. And for everybody listening, thank you for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. The ground's wearing thin, the curtain's now closing. It's quitting time, they say give it time, but I gave it all mine. Now I'm empty, gave it every single cent to every penny. Don't just forget me, cause that's the way of the world. And